Okay. Uh, Sunday morning, Parshas. <clears throat> um, Mr. we're going to be discussing Parshas Kedoshim. I want to say good morning to Mrs. Goldman, Mrs. Korenberg, Mrs. Olovich, iPhone Marshall, Mrs. Polsky, and 95 is Mrs. Newhouse. Am I right? 95 is still muted. I don't know who you are. Okay. Um, I want to mention something before we start cheer today. That uh, except for the people who live uh, out of the city, um, I think I want to stop Zooming. I don't like this. I never liked it. And um, the Masora of Torah is really... Uh, the best way is the participants face to face. I'm bringing it up. I want everybody to know about what I'm, uh, uh, you know, what I'm thinking. And you'll let me, uh, you'll, you'll give me your uh, input um, as far as uh, this is concerned as well. Okay. Rabbi, speaking as someone who lives out of the city, when I've come in in person, it's been like night and day. There's no comparison. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I mean, I agree, because I'll say that, so, uh, you know, what should I tell you? Okay, on that note, I'm just feeling, uh, I, 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 don't, I, I don't feel as well as uh, myself, so uh, I don't, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it's not, it doesn't work the same. It doesn't work the same, and I know we're all, many of us got into the habit of no complaints, no tightness. I'm just mentioning the point. Okay. This is the first year of the week, and the first year I'm going to uh, I'm mentioning the point two. It's actually the second year of the week, but the first year is a is a face to face year with no Zoom. Okay, uh, the Torah begins. Now uh, I have a lot to say, and sometimes Shabbos, as we've said many times, starts off Shabbos morning and goes now in the summer. It goes into a Pirkeiavos, and then it follows and goes into Shalashudis, and there's a lot going on. And I'd like to make a binion. Some of you were at some of the things I said Shabbos morning. Some of you were at some of the things I said Shalashudis. Some of you may have been at both. Some of you were at none. And I'd like to be able to put something together to get to the where where I think there is something that's extremely relevant. So Rashi. Quotes a medrash where the Torah says, Speak to the entire congregation of B'nai you. One day I should be Zeicha to write that the format of the Torah is If you turn back to Achrei Mois, Yud Ches, Posik, Aleph, and Beis, that's the way the, the format, once Moshe Rabbeinu was teaching the Torah, you go back to Yudzayin Aleph in Pasha Sachri Moshe. There it says, I'd like to write something on all of these different um, changes that sometimes take place in this format of how Torah was disseminated to Klal Yisrael. Now, Rashi does bring down at the end of Parshish Kisisa, 
quoting a Gemara in Erevin, in which Rashi says that Hashem spoke to Moshe. Moshe then spoke to Aaron. Aaron came in and had a private shear from Moshe Rabbeinu. And then Rashi says, very important, where Aaron sat after Moshe Rabbeinu finished the shear. Because after Aaron finished learning from Moshe, he sat on his left, and Elazar and Isamar came in. And then Rashi delineates based on the Gemara where they sat. Moshe Rabbeinu said his shear a second time. First to Aaron alone, then to Aaron with Elazar and Isamar. After that, the Zikanim came in, and they sat in various places on the sides of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu gave the shear a third time. Aaron heard it for the second. Aaron heard it now for the third time. Allah said, some are hearing it for the second time. They came hearing it for the first time. And after the Zikanim, then the rest of the Am came in. The rest of the Am came in. This is a Gemara Nairvin quoted by Rashi in Kisisa. Lamed Dalit Lamed Bey. So here it says different. Speak to the whole congregation. Rashi's bothered by this. The Medrash is bothered by this. Everybody came together. Everybody was here. The men and the women. Everybody was here. They all came because this parsha is a different parsha than the rest of the Torah. It says Roiv Gufei Torah. Because the Torah depends on this, on, on what's going to be taught now. So what's taught? Two words. Kedoshim to you. You shall be Kedoshim. Now, what does that mean? It's not one of the mitzvahs. It's not listed in the Taryag. So what does Kedoshim to you mean? Kedoshim to you. So Rashi says, you should be holy. Does holy mean you go to the mikvah every day? Does holy mean you should um, wear a burqa? What does holy mean? Kedoshim to you. So Rashi says it means you should be porush minho arayas or minho avera. You should be separated. The gender should be separated. Promiscuity should never chasashom take place. Umeno avera. Wherever you find a gather dealing with promiscuity, you find the word kedusha. So Kedusha means to be separate. Separation from the genders, which is something which is not accepted at all in the world. And the separation of the genders is slowly, slowly dis- dissipating on a continuum. And here the Torah says, put on the brakes, Kedoshim to you. Kedoshim to you. When it comes to promiscuity, put on the brakes. Not only can a man... Not kiss a woman, a woman can't kiss a man, can't hug, you can't even touch. And according to most Paiskim, hugging, kissing is Yarugal Yava. If somebody puts a gun to somebody's head and says, kiss this person of the opposite gender, you obviously give up your life. Many Paiskim hold that includes even shaking hands. Some are Matir. Moshe's Matir, Bishas Atchak, the Slaypal holds his Yargal Yavor. There's a Gatsa Tumul here. Of course, Yichud is also being alone with somebody from the opposite gender is also. And this is something which is not accepted at all in the rest of the world, at all. 
not accepted at all in the rest of the world. And uh, even though in the New York public school, in the Chicago public school system, you can still find buildings upon which at the top of the doorway it says, girls entrance. There were separate entrances for girls and for boys. Separate entrances for girls and for boys. Nowadays, you mention such a thing, you're off the charts. You consider, pardon the word, you consider a lunatic. A lunatic. Then, that's Rashi. The Ramban says, Kedoshim Tiyu means that a person is obligated to make sure that they are not the famous words of the Ramban, novel Rishos HaToyrah, that is, is a stake, is it mutter to eat a stake? Answer is yes. Is it mutter to drink wine? The answer is yes. Is it mutter to go to a hotel? The answer is yes. Is it mutter to go on vacation? The answer is yes. It might even be obligatory all four of those things, depending upon the circumstances. But using a Yiddish word for a moment, to be a rangiton, to open up a Jewish Orthodox periodical, we are slammed in the face to be involved in this super level of Gashmias. That, the Ramban says, is a novel to be a glutton, to be gluttonous. Says the Ramban, that's a novel which is included in the words of Kedoshim to you. And that can be very difficult, very strenuous. And Chazal, and this the Ramban does not say Beferish, but there are numbers of Isure Doiraiso, which have attached to them many Isure Dirabon. Gave examples, but before I give examples, I want to connect this to the next schlab, the next step of where we're going. We're going to come back to those words in a second. And they said three things. They said three things. What's the first thing that they said, Rabbi? Say, anybody know the first words in the mission of Pekiyavis? What's the first thing that was said? Come on, come on, somebody tell me the first thing. They said three things. No? This is the first Mishnah in Tarish Shabbat Rabbi. Say, the first Mishnah of Tarish What does the Mishnah say? Thank you very much. Very famous Mishnah. Have a Mesunim Badin. We'll get back to the Mishnah soon, but let's think just for a moment. What does it mean, Asusi Yog Latayra? Make fences around the Torah. Make fences meaning that Chazal, that august body of 120 people, which started off at the beginning of the second base of Mikdash. 
with 120 people in the Anshikinas Agadoil, among them many Naviim. The question was how many Naviim were there? Single digits up to up to maybe 35, as the Rambam says. Mordechai was one of those Naviim included in the Anshikinas Agadoil. They said, make a siyog that a person should not come to touch the Isidaraisa. And that's why we all know, we all know there are many, many. Isurei the Rabbanan when it comes to Shabbos. We don't want anybody to get close to being Mechal Shabbos. When you get close to being Mechal Shabbos, we have all types of Isurei the Rabbanan. Muksa, Amir Lenachri. All these things are so that a person should not come to be over the Isur by allowing a person to tell a guy what to do, except in halachically permissible cases, you can get up and say and make a mistake and do it yourself, by allowing people to touch all different types of things which could lead to being over an Isur. If you could touch a telephone, you could touch a microwave oven, you could touch all these things, a dishwasher, you could turn them on. And therefore, there's a din of muksa. Touching is not the issue. Moving is the problem. And etc. etc. In Ilkha Shabbos, we know that there is so many surah de Rabbanon. And so too in the field of kashris, of milchiks, and fleshiks, there is so many gedorim ad kedekach, without going into everything that I said yesterday. But one example is taking a milchadik, a fork that has not been used in three years, you are not supposed to put it into a fleshadik, a hamburger. Even though midaraisa, it's so far away from the deraisa of cooking meat and milk together, it's at least six steps removed. But a susi oglatayr. That's what Rabban's saying. I believe, even though I didn't say this explicitly, and I didn't say it yesterday, but I think that this is included in Kedoshim to you, be Kedoshim, and stay away. Those things that Rabban is saying, the whole list of the Rabbanans, then, after everything is said and done about making sure our kitchens are kosher with two sets of dishes and two sets of pans and pots and, and tablecloths and, and, and dish towels and who knows what we have in our houses. Then, when it's, it's mutter, it's mutter, it's still not right to be gluttonous. Even though the food's kosher and the wine's kosher. I don't want to go on a rant uh, are we, uh, we, what have we come to when we have kosher bottles of wine that cost hundreds of dollars? We come to when we're advertising steaks that are 32 ounces. What are we doing? And I'm not coming here to ask everything in the world. I'm coming to, to talk about who are we and what are we and where are we and what have we become and where we, what are our goals? What are our goals? Very scary. Kedoshim to you. Kedoshim to you. And I mentioned Lehepach that there were those people who took upon themselves their own Gidorim, which is encouraged not to be able to necessarily be mafarsim them, publicize, look what I do. But I gave an example of Rabbi Eichenstein, Shlita, told me that on Tzai Shabbos he never made, he never made, he doesn't make, I missed the relationship being able to talk to him the way I used to. He never made outgoing phone calls. He took incoming phone calls. 
when I said this over, somebody said to me after the early minion that his father never gave him money, Matzai Shabbos, if he wanted to go out Saturday night, quote-unquote. His father told him, I only give you money to go out Saturday night on Friday. On Matzai Shabbos, I don't touch money. And I finished after the 8.30 minion in Shul. And somebody walked over and told me his father was the same way. I never heard anybody do that. He said, my father never gave me money. If I wanted to go out Matzai Shabbos, I had to ask him on Friday. Had to ask him for money on Friday. It's not a halacha. It's not a halacha. We mentioned about the stipulars at Sal who would not deal with monetary issues while he was still wearing his big day Shabbos and the person came to him and, and shepherded him and shepherded him and shepherded him. He wanted to buy his svarim. And, and, the, and, 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 the, and the stipler, the father of Abchayim, was an old man already. He was Masai Shabbos, and he walked out of the room for 20 minutes. And he came back 20 minutes later, and he had changed his clothing. He was exhausted from changing his clothing because he wouldn't break a personal gather. And after davening, another person in Shul came over and told me that he went to the stipler in Chalamoy to get his svarim. And the stipler said, it's Chalamoy, I can't sell you my svarim, but I'll lend you a safer. And after the answer, you can come back and pay me for the safer. I'll dig. Kedoshim tiyu. Kedoshim to you. Step one. Step one, Kedoshim to you. Step two, Kedoshim to you. We just mentioned the Mishnah. Let's mention the Mishnah again. Moshe Kippel told me, see them as early Yeshua, Yeshua is the Kingdom, the Kingdom, the Nevi'im, the Nevi'im, the Anshek, and Esses, and the Rav points out that this Masechta is called Pirkei Ovois, so called Masechus Ovois in the Tzatzor, and Moshe Kibbal Terbisine says the Rav, why does it start off Moshe Kibbal Terbisine? Why does every Masechta start off this way? And the answer is because every other Masechta, there's no sad that somebody's going to say that this is not from God. Of course, Shabbos and Kippur and Rosh Hashanah and Sukkah, all these things are from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But what? But what? But what is it, even though all these things are from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Pirkei always is Musar and Midas, and people would say it's not from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because there are people, Bodu Milibam is the Lashon, Bodu Milibam, they created works on ethics and works on Musar, they created them. And some of them, as Rishul Kamenetsky Shlita said, that Dale Carnegie's book on how to influence people and win friends, or influence that book he said, you can even learn during Musa Seder, that Dale Carnegie came up with a concept which he held, I never read the book, he held that the book was MS. It was MS, but, but, MS, Heint, MS Morgan, it did not come from Harsinai, says the Rab, that I would think that perhaps Midos, maybe psychology, mental health, and there are things there that people understood. There are so many books written on marriage and written on relationships, all those things. And maybe, maybe, as he just said from Shmuel Kamenetsky, some of them were, were mechaven. They, 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 they came up with something that is taka emes. But it's not Moshe Kibbal Termesina. And the Rav says the reason why Pirkei Ovas go Pirkei Ovas is because the Midos that are mentioned in Pirkei Ovas also come from Sinai. And we all know that when a person it's not grounded in Sinai. And a person thinks, and maybe one person came up with something that was MS. But we all know, we all know that it's far from Pashat. And that's why 
the first words uttered by Chazal in Tereshavopeh, the first recorded words of Tereshavopeh, be deliberate, be calm, when a person wants to pass in a Shiloh, because it would, then it says, Have, Then it says, What's going on? What's the combination? Because you people are going to be the Messiah for the next door. So when you want to give a psak, calm, deliberate, think it through. Don't snap out an answer, which may be dealing with kas or some other emotion. Deliberate, and then be deliberate. And then, because in order to pass on the Messiah, you have to make Talmidim. You have to make Talmidim. And then when you have a Messiah which people are calm and deliberate and people are real Talmidim, then then you have the obligation to make sure you protect the laws of the Torah by putting up fences around them which are Yisuri Dharabadim, to which we're adding that the Rabbanim is saying, Gilashim to you may be personal, Hagdorim, personal Gidorim also. Fine. Now let's take it one more step. Then it says, the next mission of Pirkei Abbas, we understand without Torah there's no world. Without Torah there's no world. We said yes, they said no. We were cobbled the Torah without Torah there's no world. What's the next? Avoid means Kabonis, Beis We understand that there's no relationship to do what we have to do with a Kaddish Baruch. We may learn the Torah, but we have to have that relationship. And then it says Al What's making Gilos Hasod? The answer is Gilos Hasod means chesed with another Jew. Chesed with another Jew means being machshiv another Jew, caring about another Jew, sensitivity about another Jew. I do not know why. I couldn't say this on Shabbos. I don't know what happened to me. I'm getting older. I don't know what's. I don't know what's going on. But excuse me for one second. But I want to tell you something. That when this tragedy took place in Eretz Yisrael, I know we have Mrs. Goldman on the phone who lives in Eretz Yisrael. When this latest tragedy took place in Eretz Yisrael, in a lot. So, uh, all day Friday I was looking at the clock. I was watching the clock on Friday. I don't know what, what happened to me. I look at the clock on Friday. It was 9.30 in Chicago, 10.30 in Chicago. 11.30 in Chicago, it's getting close to the Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. And I was saying to myself, there's a woman in Eretz Yisrael who a week ago, Friday night, Leil Shabbos, her husband came home. She sat at the table with her husband with 10 children. And then, this past Friday night, that same woman sat at the table with all, without her husband and with 10 years old. Taira, Avoda, doesn't only mean to lend somebody a hundred dollars, which is a gewaldic chesed, or as it's brought down halacha, nicham avelim and bikachaylim, all gewaldic. But part of the chesed is also think to think about another person. We have an incredible amount of gemachs based in Lakewood. They must have a I don't know a triple digit gemachs, a gemach for anything you need. Anything you need, a chair gemach and a table gemach and a chveis dish gemach and that gemach, anything you need. Gemach anything you need. But Kabilis Chesed means to think and feel about Yenna. 
So the first Mishnayis, in which we start Teresh Rapeh, which we mentioned in these weeks, is this incredible concept. Mesunam Bedin, and then Asusi Yog, the Torah makes a Yog. But don't forget, it's Torah Avaida Gemilas Chasodim. We need Gemilas Chasodim. Derech Agav, I'll tell you, I once heard a very sharp word that in America, what was the problem with American Jews? American Jews did not take the Mishnah in the literal order. Chronologically, they didn't do the Mishnah. They did Gemilas Chasodim, they built hospitals. And then Avodah, they built big shuls. But when it came to Torah building yeshivas, they didn't build yeshivas. It doesn't work that way. We lose everybody. Without Torah, then Avodah, then Gimbalas Asadim. But Gimbalas Asadim, then Avodah, then Torah, we lose everything. It was a formula of disaster in, in, in America. It was disaster. Disaster. We lost millions of yidin because of the formula being turned on its head and being done out of order. But let's go right to still. We're not finished. So now, we have a concept of Kedoshim to you. And then we have a concept of Besunah Bedin, Hamidah Tamir Harbei, Vasusiyag Latayra, and Tayra Avaydah Milos Hasodim. That Messiah that the Rebbeim gave of Baisha Kibbal Torah Sinai is only with Torah first, then Avaida, and then Gemilas Hasadim. Then we have a chance to survive. And that's where the two statements of Chazal. That's how literally, again, Pirkei Avay starts off with the first, with the earliest, and therefore the first Mishnah, the first Mishnah of Torah Shavapeh. And as we just said, the first Mishnah is. That Mishnah, who was the last member of the Shirek Yisagadol to survive, who are you, Aimer? Without the Lusa Sodom, there's no Tyra. There's no Tyra. We need the Lusa Sodom also. And then, we have this incredible kasha of the Chsam Seifer, who based on a Rashi in Parshish Kedoshim, Rashi says, What a famous thing, it's a song, right? And Chazal asked, what do you, we don't deal with poetry. We don't deal with or, orator, skills. What did Rebekah saying for? And the answer is that some cipher says that what's the halacha? One bottle of water, two people in the desert, Rabbi Akiva, Paskins, Hayacha Koyman, your life comes first. Hayacha Koyman, your life comes first. Somebody also joined us besides 95. H.I. looks like Friedman. If you want to identify yourself, Either one of you, we, we would appreciate it. Okay, said Alamaisa, it says, um, it says an incredible thing here. Both of these things together that Rabbi Akiva Paskin, Zek Chal Golubatari, was not traumatic. It's a halacha. 
You have to love your friend like yourself. You keep a paskin that in the desert, you come first. One bottle of water, you are chayiv to drink the bottle of water. You can't give up your life for your friends at the stira. And the Chesam Seifa says, when it comes to Gashmias, you come first. If you're in the desert, one bottle of water, you must drink the bottle of water. You cannot give up your life. However, when it comes to Ruchnias, and the question is, teaching somebody Aleph Beis and giving up your own time to learn more Torah, then you're equal, go teach Torah to whoever asks you to do it because that's your obligation. Okay. Now. Now. For the last 28 minutes, we've mentioned several things. And now let's conclude for the next 15 minutes with the following dilemma. One is a personal, and the other two are not as personal, but tragic. Personal was getting called, as I told you, to Evanston Hospital, telling us that my father-in-law's treatment can no longer be continued because the ethics committee in the hospital decided this is not the way to go for a person who's in advanced Alzheimer's. We don't give medication anymore, and we don't want to keep continue with the feeding tube. It's just not ethical. It, 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 it's not, we're not curing him, and the care that we're giving him is really causing him more pain. Agansa uh, partial. You know, we said the so you know, we hear your ethical comments, but it's it's against our total way of life. Okay, whatever. North Shore system is not gonna is not gonna help such a person for what they need. Okay, so they're tying it back is the person's not functioning, the person's in pain. Whoa, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? That's question number one. Question number two. Leah, made up name, who learned in a day school in post, uh, uh, a day school in a high school system of from schools, from schools. She decides she's going to marry another woman. So she calls up her brother, and her brother says, I can't go to your wedding. I can't go to your wedding. So she says to her brother, You're ripping the family apart. You're ripping the family apart. Brother comes to me and says, what should I do? First thing I told him is, tell her you love her and you want to maintain a relationship with her, but you can't go to her wedding. And don't tell me that I'm ripping the family apart. It's 2,000 years and no one in Kalagishol has ever permitted such a thing. You're ripping the family apart. Or maybe you're not ripping the family apart, I'm not ripping the family apart, but you're doing something which you're not, none of your grandmothers and great-grandmothers and great-great-grandmothers back to Moshe Kibble Tarmacina ever did. So what are you putting me, what are you putting the blame on me for? I'm doing what everybody in our family did for the time of Moshe Kibble Tarmacina. You're not. As I said, 70 years ago, we had people, many people, most people had non-firm relatives. 
35, 40 years ago, those not from relatives, some of them, some of them, I'm talking about in our community, in our community, from people who had not from relatives, some of them married going. That was the Shiloh when I first became robbed. That was the hot Shiloh. Can I go to the wedding? And then 35 years later, in our times, now those people who were not from, and some of them married Goyim, some of them who didn't marry Goyim, who married Yidin, who lived not from, now they have children who want to marry the, 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 somebody of the same gender. Here we don't look to the ethicists to hear what they have to say. Here we don't look at the people who may have written the book Shabodumi Libam and listen to their Deah. Because they are contradicting what Chayisho stands for. Whether it's in the hospital or whether it's in the wedding hall. But there's a third place. And the third place is we all know it's a big tumult now, leaked from the Supreme Court, Roe v. Wade. And the third example is what's going around the country now, which the leak from the Supreme Court, in which people are saying Roe v. Wade, and the people are saying that abortion is a mutter. A woman can decide what she wants to do with her body. Rabbi Moshe Katz, a dear friend of mine, the founder of CTN, he has told me for the last several years that the cure of his pre-corona, Kirib is very difficult because you can't talk about things that they're taboo. You can't talk about gay marriage because there's nobody in the suburbs who thinks that if anybody says something wrong gay marriage that that person is somebody I want to have a relationship with because they think you're out of your mind. And abortions. Think you're out of your mind. So Rabbi Moshe Katz told me that 35, 36, 37 years ago, before they even started CTN, he was still learning in the coil. And he gave a class downtown. And someone came to him after class and said, Rabbi, I'm expecting a baby, and I have to make a decision in a few days whether I should have an abortion. And the person Rabbi Moshe Katz turned to was a tzaddik, a tzaddik in our city, a tzaddik. I was going to live in his block for 11 years. A man was a tzaddik. One of the people here in the Shia right now lives on that block. And the person said, what should I do? Rabbi Katz called up Dr. Sokol, a tzaddik. Dr. Sokol said three things. Number one, Dr. Sokol said, tell this lady she can call me 24-7, whatever she wants. Anytime she wants to meet, I'll be with her. Number two, he said, tell this lady that if she brings the baby to birth, I will take responsibility to finding a home for the baby and all expenses will be in my head. And he answered, I'm a tzaddik. And then he said the third thing, and don't make her feel too guilty because in case she does the abortion, then she's going to feel guilty afterwards. She may, she may commit suicide, a tzaddik. The answer of a tzaddik. And we have children, all of us have children or grandchildren growing up in a society with the Supreme Court, the highest body of law in the land, maybe the most hush of a court in the world, who said for the first time things leak from the court, destroying the, 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 the aura of the court. We've had leaks from the Senate and leaks from Congress and vice presidents and presidents and governors and mayors and who knows what, but now the Supreme Court, somebody leaked something, that's tangential. But the point is, 
And we live in a country in which an abortion up to the, up to the moment of birth is permissible. Why? Because a woman owns her body. Somebody said to me, a gewaldig abort. People have come to me and said different things about birth control, which is not the same as an abortion. Can't afford to have another child right now. So a big rub said about this taina. Can't afford to have a child right now. Can you afford the mortgage on your house? You bought a house with a mortgage. So take out a mortgage for your child. What's the child? Money. When it came to buying a house, you bought a house. So go take care of a child. Money. Go take out a mortgage. Unbelievable. So that's putting everything together here, Rabbi Yisrael. We started with a parsha of Kedoshim. And we learned the opinion of Rashi. Rashi and the Ramban. And that takes us to the Mishnayis. Mishunah Adin, Hamidatim Rehavi, Yasusi Yaglatayra, and that takes us to the current events of what is something that I, quote-unquote, as an ethicist, am allowed to do at the end of life, at the beginning of life, and in the middle of life. I'll decide when a person should die, and I'll decide when a person should live, and I'll decide how I want to live my life. Dr. Raka, the father, Dr. Raka Zatzal, the father of Rabbi Raka was sick at the end of his life. Those people who remember Dr. Raka, he was sick at the end of his life. He went to the hospital, the doctor said, you have six months to live, and the, Dr. Raka, Tzadik, and Talmud Chochem, said to this person, I am a man of science, and you just went out of your boundaries. You can't tell me how long I have to live. He said, I'm a man of science. Did not say I'm a rabbi. I'm a man of science. He was a rough. He said, I'm a man of science. And that's why I think Kedoshim always comes out during Sphira. Because this is the time we're, wor- we're working towards Kabbalah Satayra. We have to know what it means, Kabbalah Satayra. Moshe Kibbal Torah me seen. I saw Yeshua, Yeshua was the king of it. It could be that the Al-Gharnikin Taka was the Chavin to a Gavaldic insight in human behavior. But it's not coming Torah Misenai. And once it doesn't come Torah Misenai, you can go all over the place. All over the place. This is life, and this isn't life, and this is marriage, and this isn't marriage, etc., etc. I'm thanking all of you for coming. Even those of you who did not identify yourselves yet. Okay. Our job is to grow together. Our job is to strike. Our job, is, our job is to strike. We should be zeichel to do that. Zeichel to do that. Okay, next week, Pesach Hashem is Baruch. We'll have Shia. We have Shia on Tuesday night as well. And of course, on Shabbos afternoon, starting Pirkei Ovas. Okay, I'm talking about everybody. Please have a wonderful day. Kol Tov. Thank you, Rabbi. A very difficult Thank topic. Thank you. Thank you, thank you to all of you. And you're right, it's a difficult topic. But we're going to make it. Atzlach HaRabah.